At AJ Products, we offer workplace solutions for office, school, warehouse and environment. But at AJ, we do things differently. Our approach to quality and innovation means we design and make many of our own products, giving a more unique and personal service to our customers. Like our classic in-campus clothes lockers, designed and built in our own factory. And our whiteboards, guaranteed for 25 years, only at AJ. Visit ajproducts.ie or call 01 28 11 700. AJ Products. Surprisingly more. Ask AJ. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. A lot of talk, obviously, in recent weeks around the new National Maternity Hospital and the whole discussion around the involvement of church state relations. And Stephen Donnelly, the health minister, he's before the Oireachtas Committee today to chat about the religious or their maybe none involvement in that. But there, there is church state involvement in the Houses of Power when that commences every single day. Um, and I don't know if you know, the doll starts every day with a prayer in both Irish and in English. And I just wonder how representative that is of modern Ireland in 2022. Is it appropriate? Or maybe it's doing absolutely no harm. Why not leave well enough alone? Matthew McGrath's an independent TD for Tipperary. He's with me, as is uh, People Before Profit TD Richard Boyd Barrett. Matty, are you in favour of keeping the doll prayer? I certainly am, indeed, and I think it doesn't any harm. It was amended some a couple of years ago to include, you know, the prayer, as you said, a short prayer, as Gaelica and and in English, and then a twenty seconds reflection for people that don't want to partake in the prayer, and they can reflect on any to any uh, creed or any belief or whatever. And this, we're not unique in Ireland. We have this all over the world in Parliament, namely the House of Commons and the House of Lords, but in Canada, South Africa, Sweden, many countries have had this debate in recent times and have kept it. And we wait the census, the most recent census results again, because on the last census, uh, uh, the last uh, uh, number of people in Ireland indicated that they were have a, had a religious belief. So I can't see why there's any necessity to change it because it's not uh, harmful to anybody. It, it gives us time to reflect and to invoke, uh, as I said, some special support and intuition. Goodness knows you need it here at times, and it's a quite as part of day in the in the, in the door chamber. Yeah, Richard Boyd Barris, do you think it's appropriate? I don't know because I, I think pe- people's religious views are a private matter, and I fully respect anybody's religious view if they hold such views. But I think many people don't have religious views, and even those uh, who do, they vary, but they are private matters. And the Oireachtas is about representing all of the public, all of the people in this country. Uh, and I think people's particular religious uh, outlook shouldn't be seen as somehow this overarching presence when our job is uh, to deliver for everybody uh, equally, uh, regardless of their particular uh, belief. Now, obviously, it's a bit more serious when you're talking about the continued influence of religious organisations, particularly the Catholic Church in health, women's health care, education, uh, but it sends a bad signal, uh, to my mind, that uh, the beginning of the day, when we're discussing the welfare of all of our citizens uh, and the services we have to deliver and the representation we have to deliver 
that we're giving preeminence to a particular uh, religious outlook. Uh, is, is, often when that outlook would be at variance with uh, the views of many or the feelings or the beliefs of many of our citizens. Is that not a fair point though, Matty? Like, is it not exclusionary? It's not. And some, some people some people chose, uh, choose not to come in first, and that's their right. Not, but we did debate this at length three or four years ago. I can't think exactly when. And we changed it to have the moment of reflection at the end of the prayer. And uh, some people disagreed, and that's the democracy. But democracy in the parliament and the and, and the audit committee and the different uh, reform committees accepted the format we have now. And some people didn't agree, do not come in for it, they come in, wait a minute and come in outside. You're not allowed to enter the chamber anyway while it's on, you know, out of respect. Some people they, they fight as well walk in the middle of it, but it, particularly it's, it's, it's well received. And it was examined, as I said, a couple of years ago. We're trying it up into other debates that are ongoing at the moment now. And, you know, we're losing sight on the other debate of proper contract law and what we should be looking at. Not, are we going to end up with a children's hospital? So, look, um, and the player I'm on for retaining it as it is. But so, so um, just to be clear, Matty, just so so we understand, it's under the current all, this is the standing orders, right? The prayer is recited, it's in both Irish, yes. then in English, yes. and then there's a subsequent 30 sure. second silent reflection. So you can pick as much or as little of that as you want to participate in. Or, or none. So is if that not fair? Stay, remain outside if you want to, or sit down, or you can do whatever. But I mean, the reflection was a compromise at the end for people that didn't want it, the prayer, and that's what the compromise came up with at the time. And I think it was a reasonable compromise. It has been working. I don't know how it's raised its head again, but look, it's only a number of short number of years ago. And as I said, it, this goes on in Parliament all over the world. Is that not fair enough then, um, Richard? Like, p- people have an option. You have an alternative. You, as, as Matty says, you don't have to come in for it or you can just take part in the, the 30 second silent reflection. Well, I don't think so because th- this is the chamber of representatives for every single person in this country. Uh, and many of the people in this country would not share the religious outlook that is given preeminence by this prayer. So it does exclude them. And as I said, in many, many areas, those who may hold a particular religious view, and obviously the, the preeminent one in this country is, is Catholicism, it, it, the, the Catholic Church is an institution that has holds views uh, which are very considerably at variance with the views of many people on very controversial political issues uh, and issues of public uh, interest, whether it's things like abortion rights, divorce, LGBT rights, uh, and many other areas. So people's religious views are entirely their own, and genuinely I would fight to the death to respect people's private religious belief and their belief to have freedom of expression in that. But this is the Chamber of Representatives of the People, and I think right across the board we need a complete separation between church and state uh, so that religious views, or the lack of them, is a private matter, uh, but the institutions of the state, of democracy, uh, and indeed the, the state agencies that deal with health and education, welfare and housing, uh, that they should be matters completely separate from any particular person's uh, religious outlook. On okay. Well, what, what prayer is it? It's a reflection, and it's, it's, it's whoever's in the... 
whoever's in the chair uh, today is reads out the uh, fiction of, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the prayer, sorry, Oscalia, and in English, a sharp prayer in book, Almighty God, to guide us in our work through it. That's all it is. And many of us who have beliefs often pray when we're in situations that we need solace or whatever. But what really irked me, I said, we had this debate some time ago. Now it's raised its head again. But what really some of the people, the most ardent, Opposed, and I don't mean Richard now, but uh, who do have opposed in the past, they have no problem standing outside church gates holding elections, and they have no problem canvassing outside church uh, grounds and premises. So it's double standards. Right. Calling, calling race. Right. Um, Father Paddy Byrne is the parish priest of Abbey Leaks and, and Raheen and, and Ballina and he's with us as well. Paddy, do you think is there a, a more inclusive alternative? Uh, firstly, good afternoon, and uh, I think our debate that we're having here is an important one. And I think, uh, you know, just very briefly, I think there's a sort of um, a narrative that can pigeonhole Catholicism to 40 years ago where Ireland was in a very different place. And I think it's almost to to keep that narrative as is, it makes us uh, cliched and branded. And I'd just like to remind respectfully in the conversation that a lot of Catholics, including myself, aren't anti-LGBT, aren't anti-woman, uh, uh, are progressives, do see the need for a more inclusive grey zone church where most of us live not in the black and white certainties of the past and long for that kindness and compassion that has been absent in the past and that's representative for the vast majority of catholics now i think as a professional and a person who works hard on the ground and engages in the more real challenges of life when it comes to misery and death and sickness and all those things that come to our doors. I say fundamentally for me and my experience with hundreds and thousands of families is that a bit of quiet and calm and prayer at an important moment in life offers solace and comfort and consolation regardless to creed or spirituality. I think there's something deep in the Irish psyche that's spiritual that goes right back to our Celtic tradition pre-Christian and I think there's something psychologically deeply beneficial that when legislators who represent me and your listeners gather in the important function of governance, in the important function of discerning our pathway as a republic, and God knows we need a lot of discernment around so many issues, to allow a spirit of calm and reflection, let's name our higher power if we have one, but at least to have space. And I think, you know, a point I think I feel passionate about as well is religion and my spirituality. It can't just be a private thing that I can lock away from my day-to-day life. If it is, it becomes more like a sort of an occult type of a thing. I think it must allow me to integrate my spirituality and allow my humanity to shine through that in terms of my values, which are kindness and compassion. So I think the vast majority of Irish citizens are happy and again I think respectfully if you don't want to engage I've no problem with that but at least for the important function of governance to allow our legislators space to breathe and to for those who aspire and find benefit from engaging with a higher power to allow that to happen 53106 if you want to share your views with us today Richard on that point is there not room then for a moment's reflection 
Well, it, but it's not a moment's reflection. I mean, that's the point. There is a moment's reflection after the prayer, but the prayer is, uh, if you like, a commitment to a particular religious outlook. And, you know, I mean it genuinely when I say I absolutely respect people's particular religious outlook if they have one. But first of all, there are many people, and I'm one of them, who doesn't have a religious outlook. Uh uh, but also people have very different religious outlooks uh, and people should, uh, and I would defend their right to practice them, to express them uh, publicly and in, you know, uh, in churches and mosques and synagogues uh, and so on. But the, what we have in the Oireachtas, and unfortunately we still also have in many areas of the state and much more seriously, obviously, in areas like healthcare and education, is we have preeminence given to a particular religious uh, viewpoint. And that viewpoint, and I take uh, the uh, father, I didn't catch his, his second name. Paddy Byrne. Uh, father Burns' point that many Catholics have changed their views mm. and more accommodate, accept all of that. But it is also the case that uh, Vatican teaching and the teaching of uh, certain uh, religious denominations now uh, has impacted very seriously on the ability of women, for example, to access the health care that they have a right to. It has impacted very seriously on you know, women in Magdalene laundries and, and children in industrial schools. Uh, and and you, you can understand that people who have been badly impacted by that legacy of a particular church dominating the institutions uh, of state, of health and education, uh, feel... Uh, very aggrieved that that particular religious domination that they would feel has had a very negative impact on their life is given political preeminence uh, within uh, what is supposed to be a democratic system representing absolutely everybody, regardless of religious is, uh, denomination. Is that not a fair point, Father Byrne? Paddy is grand. Um, I think that, you know, the point Richard makes, I think, is correct. But Richard, as one who respects you as well, working on the ground where there's a necessity for ministry, where people need, and it's not me who call, they who come uh, for their own spiritual comfort, that that you know, is very important in the vast majority of people's lives. I hear the question of legacy, but I think to equivocate Magdalene Laundries to 2022, that narrative is consistently being named, but we have moved on. I welcome a more inclusive, secularised country where people have choice, but I think that the context of this debate is about allowing space for intelligent women and men who have the gift of being representative for us, the citizen, in the national parliament, to have space for personal reflection. Okay. And Let I think you know, the vast majority of those who are elected to that position welcome that space in a very busy and pressurised environment to bring discernment to what they're about in the day's work that they have to function. Let me bring if in I, some, just Matty, go on ahead there, just... Yeah, I could I could agree with every syllable that, that uh, Paddy or Panabon has um, uttered. And can I also say, I don't believe I've ever got lobbied or got a letter or got an email asking me to discontinue the prayer. It's exactly what Panabon says it is. It's a quiet moment of reflection to invoke, you know, for her own mind and for her well-being. 
and to deal with all our colleagues fairly and honourably and respectfully, and that's what it is. Okay. It's four years and it's a red herring to draw it up now again because, as I said, it, that's the very, it does exactly what Father uh, Paddy had said there, and that's what it does. John, you wanted to make a quick point on this. Yes, I do. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, Joe Biden, when uh, the last part of the swearing-in ceremony there, the words out of his mouth was, so help me God. And that's the United States of America. I am just about fed up now, and you know, of this constant drip-drip attack on Christianity in this country and Catholicism. They're harking back in, which is you keep throwing up the same arsenal all the time. Magdalene Laundries, this, that, whatever, LGBT. There's no sign outside any church in this country. And the priest there will back me up when they're saying that gay or lesbian people are not welcome here. It's just the belief of the church that they won't marry gay or lesbian people. It's the belief of the church that abortion is wrong, abortion is murder. That's the belief of me as a Catholic. Okay, all right, okay. I mean, all at right. the moment, I'm not being represented in Dolly or in Bradyman. You... I'm being represented in Norway. The likes of Michal Martin, who would become a totally atheist, Leo Varadkar, Mary Lou Macdonald, and the rest You feel you're not represented, John. All right, okay. Um, just a quick word, Richard, so just finally to you on, on, on this on this discussion today. I mean, we're talking about it, and obviously the whole discussion around the maternity hospital, um, we've talked about that previously, but do you think it ever will change? Will the prayer and the reflection always stay? Uh, I think it will. I think I think it's inevitable. And you see, I mean, your last caller has views I would very strongly disagree with, but the point is, it shows that they're controversial. And while people have the right to elect representatives who may share the views of the last caller or people who have radically different views, such as myself. The problem is that the prayer at the moment is an overarching presence, uh, which it, it sets the scene for the entire day. So these matters should be debated politically and people should have the right to express their okay. views. But no particular religious view should have preeminence as it currently does in any institution of the state. And one thing I would say, by the way, I think a lot of the public would probably feel happier if at the start of the day politicians made a commitment and reiterated an oath to give honest representation and to always tell the truth. Okay. Well, we'll ask... probably do a hell, of, a hell of a lot more for Irish politics. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll, 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 ask, we'll ask listeners that, maybe Richard, today. I mean, would you like to see the doll prayer abolished, changed, an alternative? What's your own thoughts on this today? Does it bother you? Maybe it doesn't bother you at all. There is a 30-second reflection there that people can participate in if they so wish. 53106 is the number. Matty McGrath, uh, Father Paddy Byrne, um, John as well, and Richard Boyd-Barrish. Thanks a million for joining us on the programme. Still to come, the Dublin jeweller closing due to cycle lanes. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. At AJ Products, we offer workplace solutions for office, school, warehouse and environment. But at AJ, we do things differently. Our approach to quality and innovation means we design and make many of our own products, giving a more unique and personal service to our customers. Like our modular standing desks, all delivered and installed. And our Lancaster office chairs, made with sustainable fabric from recycled plastic. Visit ajproducts.ie or call 01 28 11 700.